not going to lie, um, I almost didn't realise it was Wednesday, but it is Wednesday, so I'm back with another stupid, mildly car-related podcast. Um, yeah, the big long weekend kind of thrown me thrown me of sorts, um, and I only went back to work today, so I had a full-on five-day weekend. Um, but yeah, I'm here. I'm going to try and keep it relatively short this week because I rambled on for over 50 minutes last week um, of utter bollocks. Um, plus, not a whole lot's really happened in in the week. Um, not much car-related jazz or there wasn't even any much notable motorsport. Um, but also, I'm going for a family dinner later on this evening because um, my niece slash goddaughter um, has turned 13, which is mad to say out loud um, she's probably the first person I've known from birth to teenager um, so to keep this uh, car relevant um, I looked up cars that were released the year she was born which would have been 2010 um, which um, again when you, when you look this thing up um, this will make well, made me feel old so I'm sure it'll make any of you feel old too we have um, the Audi A1 the Audi A7 the Dacia Dacia Duster Lexus LFA, the Mercedes AMG SLS, the Nissan Juke, and the Nissan Leaf. Um, all of those were released 13 years ago. Um, yeah, which is just utter, utterly depressing. Um, yeah, as I said, it was a pretty quiet week for me, car related. Um, I didn't. I still haven't bought a car um, simply because I haven't found anything worth buying. Um, certainly nothing that isn't outrageously overpriced anyway um which is starting to annoy me because uh, i just i missed the freedom of having a car i shouldn't have sold two of the cars i had when i did but i didn't realize the market was gonna absolutely shit the bed over the last couple of years so um you know hindsight's twenty twenty and all that um but yeah in time i'm sure the right thing will, will show up i'm just you know I'm, I'm letting fate do it do its thing um, that and I'm just a pedantic, miserable bastard. Um, I did see a few nice things though. I suppose over the last week. Um, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you probably, I'm sure you're fully aware of Dave Humphreys and the fact that he had a Polestar One over the weekend on loan. I assume, I assume he didn't buy it. Um, so I saw that knocking around a couple of times. Beautiful, beautiful car. Um, I'm going to say. It's definitely up there as the the best looking car of the, of the 21st century um it's one of the best anyway car design has been pretty iffy um in the modern era but that one they got spot on um it's not actually as big in real life as i, as I thought um i coincidentally enough as i'm sure you probably saw chris harris put up a video um of because he he owns one he bought one Apparently, it was the, it's the only one that was been sold in the UK. And apparently, there's only three UK registered cars, and one of them being the press car, or probably probably two press cars, and one of them was the one Dave had because it was on UK plates. Um, but he was he did did a kind of a I've had it for a few months review, um, Chris Harris, and um, yeah, he's not a he's not a tall man, and even he was saying he didn't have massive amount of headroom. Um, in the Polestar one, which is odd because I said it's well, it's not as gigantic as I thought it would be. Um, having seen one in real life, um, it's not a small car, um, but he's a small man and he wasn't exactly swimming with space. So that would 
It was definitely something I would take into consideration if I was to ever own one, which I never will, because they're 150 grand. I'm pretty sure they're all sold out, because I think they only made 1,500 of them. And um, yeah, there's fuck all registered in the UK, and I don't think there's any registered in Ireland. Um, what else did I see? So a beautiful um, Pagoda SL, um, an Irish registered SL, um, in a cream, a cream color, and then the the removable hardtop was in a in a contrasting red, which is a very interesting color combo. Um, must be horsey people because I had a pewter horse glued to the uh, to the front bulkhead, um, which looked terrible. Um, I don't know why people. I know it's, it's a different generation thing, sticking ornaments to the front of cars, but um, yeah, sure, whatever. As I said, they must be into horses. Um, each to their own. Wouldn't be. I wouldn't. I wouldn't beguile a is beguile the right word? I don't know. Um I wouldn't befoul the front of such a pretty car with a piece of horse steel. Um I also saw a left hand drive Irish registered E thirty six three two eight three two eight three two eight I saloon. Um is that interesting? To me it was. Um same day, I also saw a blue uh, British Leyland Sherpa van, which is something I've never seen in real life because, one, most of them are dissolved or blown up. Um, there wasn't many in Ireland to begin with, although there probably was in the day because Percy Place there used to be the uh, used to be the home of, uh, well, the Irish home of uh, British Leyland. Sorry, excuse me, I'm burping. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it was, a, it was a camper um Sherpa van but uh I'm not sure what color it was originally but the current owner decided to give it a, a new paint scheme in a lovely kind of sky blue but um the paint job was definitely done with a tin of emulsion and a paintbrush because when you get up close it sh- certainly shows um but a nice thing to see all the same um oh yeah and then another thing I saw I went to Kilkenny one of the days last week was it Friday was it good Friday can't quite remember the days are all mixed into one but it was in an under, underground car park in the town and uh, when i say underground it was a multi-story i was on ground level um a white 964 cabriolet manual right-hand drive um parked up and it looks like it's been parked up for quite a while because it's incredibly dusty moldy roof and the inside had that lovely furry moldy leather steering wheel you get when a when a car's been sitting up for um for an amount of time um the thing is though all its discs were up to date had an nct until 24 sometime it was it but the tax was just out um, but it was insured and everything um and it's a public car park so i don't know there's a story there for sure um all of these things are up on my instagram again car underscore no sore if you want to check that out which if you're listening to this if you're one of the three people listening to this two of them being me um you probably already follow me on instagram anyway um motoring news um i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna talk about this too much because it's just god awful um but if you haven't seen it google the bmw xm label red um i'm not gonna I'm not going to say too much about it because it, it's awful. It's just awful. I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you look it up yourself and piss yourself off. It's a big giant electric SUV with too much power. It's too big. It's god awful ugly. Um, 
yeah, it's. I'm not even having. I'm not even having to go at it. Go at it for being an EV or anything like that. It's just even if it was combustion engine, this thing would be terrible. Um, but if you haven't seen it, give that a Google again. BMW XM label red. <sighs> we're we're so past the peak. It's 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 upsetting. Um, then a car that we won't get in this this part of the world. Um, Honda or Acura to be more accurate. <laughs> Sorry. Um have released the Acura Acura Integra Type S um, which I think is a good looking car the the new Acura even if it is or new Acura the new Integra even if it is no longer is a, a lightweight coupe um, which we know and love from DC2 DC5 days um, but the Acura Type S um, is an interesting car because it has the completely identical um, drivetrain to the current um, Civic Type R same engine, same power output, same suspension, has the diff, same gearbox, everything. Um and it weighs, I think, about the same as the as the as the Civic Type R. Um and it's it's much more subtle than the Type R as well. Um unfortunately I think we're not getting it on this in Europe. Um but a cool car. Um so the all the all the joys of the Civic Type R but a more understated and dare I say it, a better looking package. And um, by the fact, it's got three exhausts coming at the back, which is so necessary in a four cylinder car. But there you go. There's that. Um, I mentioned those, um, that company whose name now escapes me. What's the name of the company? That company that makes the, uh, those, those new body shell, um, Mark one and Mark two escorts. What the fuck is the name of the company again? Is it RSA or... Oh, God, I'm terrible. But no, I mentioned the other week that the company um, is now doing n- new uh, Metro 6R4, MST, that's the name of the company, um, Metro 6R4s with um, with twin-turbo Audi V6s. Um, and they announced the pricing because obviously like a, a, a genuine... 6R4 is an expensive vehicle these days if you can if you can find one. Um so it's it's two hundred and ninety-five thousand pounds sterling, which obviously is a lot of money, but um it's you know, if if you're buying one of these things, one, you've probably got a lot of money anyway, and two, it's it's not exactly a, a necessity. It would most certainly be a frivolity. So um price probably isn't isn't even a factor for anyone buying one of these. Um not that that makes much of a difference because when I read about the pricing um, several days ago. At that point, there was only two left. Um, so yeah, you'd want to be quick <laughs> if you want one of those. Actually, I'd say you're probably too late. Um, but yeah, cool thing. I, I look forward to seeing that. Hopefully, uh, Johnny Smith seems to have a very good um, relationship with those MST crowd. He's, he's made a couple of videos with them. Um, so I'm sure he'll get his hands on one of these 604s when they have a rolling rolling production ready um, or even a prototype development car and um, I'm sure he'll get his hands on it and let us know what it's, what it's all about what it's all about and all that um, something about a golf what about a golf oh yeah VW have announced that the uh, the golf the golf is going to be no more after the Mark 8 um, there will be an ID 3 um, but there won't be a golf alongside it or anything like that or they're not going to rename the ID car the golf although I bet you they're going to go back on that and they'll get rid of the ID name and then there'll just be an EV golf um, but uh, as we stand the golf name is um, not long for the world 
um, which seems like an odd move. But as I said, I think they're going to backtrack on that. Um, speaking of um, electric vehicles, uh, Mini have also shown the new uh, the new EV Mini, which is coming next year. Um, so it'll be the first ground up EV Mini because the current one is based on the combustion platform converted to an EV. Um, this will be a ground up EV. So it kind of it looks like. If a Mini had sex with the current uh, 500e, the, the Fiat 500 electric Fiat 500, um, it looks like a Mini, but because drag coefficient and aerodynamics is so key to range on an electric vehicle, it's got a very rounded, smooth face on it. Um, yeah, that, yeah. There's, I think they're claiming 210 mile range, which isn't great, but. Looking at electric mini as a city car with that kind of range, what more? What more do you need, really? Um, and then other new car news. Um, MG. Well, there's been leaked pictures from some sort of China Chinese um, copyright files or whatever. Anyway, the MG Cyber Cyberster Cyber S T E or Cyberster. Um, so this is going to be the MG electric sports car. Um, so yeah, there's a couple of uh, pictures leaked of it. Um, looks kind of cool. I must admit, it kind of looks like if an MX Five was mid-engined. Even though there's obviously going to be no engine in this at all, but they're using the fact that there was no engine to kind of have a cab forward um, look to it. Um, and then the rear end, actually, coincidentally enough, enough looks like the uh, it's very like the the rear end of the um, the Polestar One, kind of angular um, rear end on it. Um, good looking car, um, and MG. Apparently the MG4 is a great electric vehicle, um, so oh, best of luck to MG with this uh, with this sports car. Like we we still haven't really got a a proper electric sports car yet. Um, I know there's the, the the original Tesla Roadster, but that's so long ago now that um, that's it's irrelevant. Um, have we had any? No, we haven't really had anything. Um, Porsche obviously going to come along with the, with the Cayman and the Boxster soon enough. Um, there's a few in the pipeline, um, but this MG being one of them, so it'd be interesting to see if manufacturers are gonna entice us, uh, us, us, us nerds who grew up on the combustion engine, if they can make a, an electric vehicle that tickles our ghoulies, um, or you know, for those people who don't have ghoulies, you you would like cars too, um. Yeah, that's really much it. I think it's it's been a very quiet week. It's been a very quiet week all around for me for the motoring world at large. Um, so yeah, that's really, and then motorsport. Yeah, there wasn't any any significant motorsport. Um, the weekend is gone, which is a shame because it was such a long weekend and the weather was shit. I wouldn't mind sitting in watching something. I came so close to buying a PlayStation and Gran Turismo and a steering wheel, the whole shebang. Um, thankfully, I didn't because if, if I got one of those. That's it. Game over. I would do nothing with my life. Um, so so close. I, I might still end up doing it at some point. Um, just the fact that I don't have a car at the moment. Um, just need some sort of like I, I like I, I'm insured on my mother's car, but that's a it's a previous generation CVT gearboxed Nissan Micra, and it's just fucking awful. Um, I need something. I need something with three pedals. Um, and just a little bit of character. Um. I'm willing, like if something, someone has something genuinely interesting. I have, I'm willing to pay up to about five grand on something. I know everyone's going to say, you know, get a car loan. I, I hate borrowing money. Um, 
I just like it doesn't have to be anything particularly fancy. I just need something with a little bit of character, three pedals. That's all I need. It doesn't, you know, come at me. If you have something, come at me. Slide into my DMs. You're more than welcome. Um, but yeah, so there's no major motorsport. This weekend coming, um, we have the MotoGP uh, at the Circuit of the Americas. Um, my fellow podcaster, <coughs> Bill Burr, um, I know he's going to it. He's, he's into the MotoGP. He's also into Formula 1 as well. He's kind of dropped the ball on that. Um yeah, he, he he's very excited about going to it. He's a, he's a, he's a bit of a Mark Marquez fan, but unfortunately, um, Mark Mark Marquez isn't going to be at at, at Circuit of Americas. It's the second uh, race now he's going to miss due to injury. Um, but we got the Circuit of Americas is a great track. Um, it's probably one of the one of the better more modern tracks. It's great for Formula One. It's great for any motorsport um, that they have at it. Um, WEC MotoGP. And um, so I'm going to try and catch that over the weekend. Um. Uh, I don't know if um, Oliviera, who was involved in the accident with Mark Marquez in the opening round in the opening round was in Portugal. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to be back, um, but we'll see how it goes. Obviously, um, Bezeki he won for Van- Valentino Rossi's team there in where was it in Argentina last round. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. MotoGP is great racing. If you don't watch MotoGP. Check it out this weekend. Um, if it's on in America, it'll probably be a decent enough start time. It'll probably be on maybe five or six o'clock in the in the afternoon. Again, I should check this stuff. Um, our time, local time, GMT, um, Greenwich Mean Time. Um, fuck the birds. Um, yeah, and then what other most part? Um, also this weekend is round two. If you don't include the prologue, um of the World Endurance Championship. That's in Portimao. Um, six hours of Portimao, I believe. Um, and there's no dumb note. WRC is the following weekend. Rally Croatia, if I'm not mistaken. And we don't have Formula 1 until the end of the month in Baku. Um, yeah, we'll see how Formula 1... The, the, the thing, one of the problems with the popularity of, of Formula 1, the increased popularity of Formula 1, is like there's always been... The, the on-track action in Formula One, is, and there's always the off-track action. There's politics and the engineering side and drama, etc. But my God, are we oversaturated with the narratives that are going on off-track? Like, um, I, I I frequent the uh, the Formula One subreddit quite often, and the amount of just different little shitty narratives that are being like being a paid Formula One journalist must be the easiest job in the world. The amount of headlines and stories websites managed to get out of like beyond the grid the official formula one podcast they will take two lines from that and spin it into into 15 stories and um, misquoting people in you know for a clickbait headline and um, i must say like look i'm a, as i said before i'm a die died in the world formula one fan I, I will continue to watch it while while it exists um but my God, I'm mean, even I'm starting to get a little bit fatigued with the bullshit that's going on in Formula One these days. Um, but I think the last race was was quite entertaining, and um, I will continue to watch it um, as as if they keep you race keep, while they keep racing. I'll keep watching, um, but I won't talk too much more about Formula One because, as I said, there's no more Formula One until the end of the month. Um, so that's, yeah, that's the motorsport news. How long have I been rambling on for? Uh, do, 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 under 20 minutes so we might get it to 
well beyond well under half an hour this week um do 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 i'll go into my 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 rundowns of things oh um before i get into my my classified find of the week did you see this um there's a golf or for sale via joe duffy vox is it joe duffy volkswagen or is it frank keen frank keen volkswagen whoever the one out there in liffey valley um they have if you want to see it for yourself just go into dundeal or one of the other i'm sure it's on all the Irish classifieds and um, just search Volkswagen Golf and put minimum price down at 90,000 90, euro they have a Golf or um, which is fully spec the whole ad is in fucking capital letters which fuck off um, it's 100 grand essentially it's, I think it's 90, 97,097 euro or something ridiculous like that now it's a, whatever it's fully spec that's your Krapovich exhaust which I think is 5 grand in itself and then every other bit of flim flam you can throw at a Golf but that's just, I know everything's more expensive these days, but 100 grand for a Golf, which I know it's a Golf essentially with, you know, mid-90s, early millennium supercar performance, but it's still a Golf. I know no one's paying sticker price, you know, it's it's, it's PCP, it's finance, whatever. But I don't know, what what world are we living in where you can, you can spend 100 grand on a Volkswagen Golf? And like, I thought like, did they get that wrong? Um, but then I looked up like, the entry the entry level price for a golf war in this country is about 85 88 grand which is just bananas where did it all go wrong seriously where did it all go wrong speaking of another batch i think a car i mentioned a couple of weeks ago uh the 40 grand evo 7 that was up on done deal the seller's slowly but surely dropping the price down out to 36 grand and um, which i still think is ludicrous um well speaking of evos um I'm currently uh, in the midst of watching Better Call Saul. Um, I'm a big Breaking Bad fan, and I just never got around to Bre- uh, Better Call Saul. Um, I think I started it a couple of times, but um, the first season is slow. Um, good, um, now that I've watched the whole thing, um, and but it is very much gathering pace now. But anyway, whatever about the show. The show is good. Um, lots of interesting cars. Um, Saul himself drives a, 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 a Suzuki Esteem, Um but there is a character in it called Ernesto, or Ernie, as they call him for short. He's kind of like, he works in the mail room of one of the law firms, and he's kind of like a, a personal assistant kind of thing. Um, now, they don't explain why I really mention it. Maybe they don't, maybe they do, um, so I haven't completed it yet. But Ernie drives a blue um, Evo 8 in it, um, which is interesting. Um, certainly it's not, surely it's not there by accident. Um, I wonder, will they explain why or is there a reasoning as to why Ernie drives an Evo 8 maybe there isn't maybe that's just the way things are um nice to see nice to see nice to see um anyway so my classified find of the week this week is some a car that some people will think isn't interesting at all but it's just one of those ones that tickles my ghoulies again for want of a better word um it's a 1989 Renault 19, um, silver, two-door, um, just a 1.4 manual, um, but it's got 26,000 miles in it. And it. It looks it. It looks like it's just rolled off the production line. Um, it's NCT'd until the end of August. Um, four grand. And again, I think in, in this current market, for the condition it's in, if it is as, as, as it looks in the pictures, um, I don't think that's a bad, I don't think that's a bad price. I'll, I'll consider it four grand. I know it's not the most 
you look this will be perfect you, you, you might even if again if it's if it's as good as it looks this could be an award-winning car for the festival the unexceptional that's how good it is again aren't many uh round 19s on dundeo if you want to find it you'll find it pretty easily um it's in carlo um again a car i should probably go and buy myself um although i've tried trying i've tried getting quotes um on on modern classics um i know it's not impossible to do but i found it difficult i tried to i tried to get a quote on it i think it was in was it a 95 or 96 Peugeot 306 again just a 1.4 Peugeot 306 and no one would give me a quote a friend of mine has a uh well actually was a car i owned briefly as well a, a 19 is it 1919 i should really know it's 91 um polo fox um was off the road there for a couple of years and my mates tried to if they got he got new tires for it gave it a, a full uh recommissioning to get it back going again because it was off the road for a few years um tried to get a, a quote on it and pretty much every everyone he tried and this guy used to work in insurance so everyone he tried um said they don't consider polos classics of any generation um so couldn't get a policy on it and that's Ireland for you in a nutshell really isn't it um so yeah i i should probably again another car that i've recommended i should probably investigate this myself um but i'm too scared that i won't get insured in it um, and i'm lazy so yeah those are my reasons uh, my YouTube channel I'm going to recommend this week um, is a one called Exorba Exorb One A. I don't really know exactly how he, how he pronounces it. Is it Exorba? Anyway, it's it's spelled Echo Zyl, Echo X Ray Umbrella. I used to know the, the phonetic alphabet better than this. Echo X Ray Uniform Romeo Bravo, the number one. A for Alpha, Exurb 1A. Um, he's a writer and he's written a few books. Um, but his YouTube channel is the the tagline on it is existence is terrifying. Essentially, he makes these um, science, space, physics, existential videos, um, but they're quite funny. Um, Look, I, I, again, the tagline is "Existence is terrifying, universe is weird, yo." Um, it, it, his videos are brilliant. He puts a lot of work into them. Um, they're animated, kind of. I, I suppose how you put it. Um, he's a funny bloke, and his videos are brilliant. Um, there's no point in me trying to explain it any further than that. You just have to watch his videos to really get a flavour. You either love it or you'll hate it. I personally love it. Um, something a bit different. There you go. That's that, um, and then finally my my song. Um, um, it's more of an album I'm promoting this week because um, I've I've recommended a couple of the singles off it already. Well, I think I recommend at least one of the singles off it before its release. Um, it's it's from Daughter, and uh, the name of the, the the album is Stereo Mind Game, and um, it's their latest album. Um, I received it myself on vinyl, limited edition green vinyl, and um, it's fantastic. It's another it's another it's another smash hit from uh indie trio daughter british uk indie trio daughter um if you want one track to listen to just to get a flavor uh future future lovers it's, it's a track from smack bang in the middle of the album um but yeah check out the whole album if you want but if you just want one track for my track of the week future lovers by daughter and again the album name is stereo mind game um, I'm going to shut up now because I think I'm approaching the half an hour mark. Uh, 28 minutes. Um, so yeah, 
in, enjoy the rest of your week and your weekend. Um, thank you for listening. If you have, I love you. Be safe, be well. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.